Money Pit is presented by The Home Depot, Dynatrap, Tando, Home Advisor, Perk, Greenworks, and Speed Queen. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is The Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are thrilled that you're joining us today on this beautiful weekend. And if you've got a home improvement project that you would like to get done, some small or perhaps even big project around your house, and you got a question, you don't know where to start, you're stuck in the middle, we are here to help. Give us a call right now at 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974, because we are in the Money Pit prevention business. Coming up on today's show, if you'd like to enjoy some clean drinking water all summer long, it is getting a little tougher with all these reports of water quality issues, but there are a few easy steps you can take in your own home to protect the water. We're going to have those details just ahead. Plus, now that we're spending so much time outside, are you noticing that your patio has more waves in it than the nearest ocean? Well, we're going to have tips to bring those wavy, saggy patios back into shape. And if you'd like to step up the look of your home in a very dramatic way, residing it is a great way to go. But if that cost is a factor, why not consider residing just the front? We've got some ideas to help you do that using synthetic materials that need almost no maintenance. And we'd also love to take your question about the project that you're working on this Memorial Day weekend. And if you do call, we've got some great products to give away to a couple of callers picked at random, including the fantastic new Next Grill Evolution 5 Burner Grill with infrared heating from the Home Depot. That is a perfect prize. It's worth 379 bucks. Yup, and to help you enjoy great tasting water all summer long, the Home Depot has hooked us up with the Brita on tap filter faucet system and faucet mount with some replacement water filters to also give away to one lucky caller drawn at random. So, do you want to win? Give us a call right now because you've got to get on the line with us and give us your home improvement question. If you do, you might just take home one of those fantastic new products from the Home Depot. So, let's get to it. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. And for those of you that just hate finding all those letters on your keypad, that's 888-666-3974. Sam in Texas is on the line and has a question about solar roofing. How can we help you? Yes. About six months ago, I watched a show on Tesla, the electric mm-hmm. car company, mm-hmm. yep. and they said they have a patent on a solar-powered asphalt shingle roof. Okay. And I was wondering, have y'all heard anything about this? I haven't heard more than what you've probably heard, but I can just give you the the benefit of a little bit of background on the the solar shingle idea because I've been watching it now for, for probably 15, if not 20 years. And I think conceptually, it makes sense. It's just a wonderful idea if you could have an exterior building material, whether that is windows or siding or roofing, act as a solar collector. I mean, conceptually, it makes a lot of sense. My concern about the shingles is what I've seen to date, and I don't know a lot about this Tesla product, but what I've seen to date is that they're very, very expensive and that they don't have a warranty that's near as long as the roof would typically have. So my thought on this would be, I think it's there. I don't know if it's there yet, but I think it's coming. And I think, you know, it's a great idea, but I don't know if we're there today. Maybe we are. And maybe Tesla will have the opportunity to show us that. But right now, I'm not aware that it's um, so nailed down from a design and durability perspective that I'm personally willing to put it on my house. Oh, okay. Because I live in Texas, and we get hell in Texas. <laughs> yeah. We get a lot oh, of hell. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
and it'll tear the asphalt signal up. <laughs> for sure. But I appreciate your information on that. All right. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Heading out to New York where Ruth wants to chuck air conditioning. What can we do for you today? It's getting summer and it's getting hot here, so I'm getting central air conditioner estimate. Oh, congratulations. This is the first time you've ever had central air? Yes, it is. You are going to love it. Well, this is the question. I have three different estimates, and my square footage is 1,331. Okay. One said three tons, one said three and a half tons, and one said four tons. Uh, What is the right amount of Yeah, I'd throw out the four-ton guy. He doesn't know what he's doing, um, because generally it's six to it's uh, 600 to 800 square feet per ton. So you're kind of in that two to two and a half ton range, depending on how efficient your house is. Did any of these guys do a heat loss analysis and figure out how many BTUs they need to make up with this AC, or they just kind of make an educated guess? Uh, nobody did a heat loss analysis. I didn't know that should be done. <laughs> it's not only a question of square footage. It's a question of how much glass do you have facing south? How much insulation do you have in your attic? You know, how weather tight are your are draft proof or your windows and doors? All of this plays in because, of course, the leakier the house is and the, and the worse it's insulated, and that means the more AC power you need, basically, the more BTUs you need to, to cool. So how old is your house? Um, my house is about 50 years old. I'm thinking like around two and a half is, is probably about the right size. The thing is, see, if you go too big, like that four-ton unit, what's going to happen is it will short cycle. So it'll run, it'll get the house really cold really fast, and then it'll shut off. And by doing that over and over again, it never runs long enough to sort of dehumidify that air in the house. And so it gets kind of cold and, and like damp feeling, which is very uncomfortable. You want it to kind of run steadily. Um, over you know a good period of time and then shut off and rest and then come back on again and kind of a nice cycle. So that two and a half ton area is, is probably the right area. Now beyond that, I would just look at the reliability of the contractor, find out who they're working for in the area, you know, get some names, find out who they've installed AC systems for, and maybe even in older houses. And don't be afraid to pick up the phone. A lot of people ask for references. Very few people actually call those references. But if you call them and say, hey, you don't know me, but so-and-so gave me a, your name as a reference. I'm having an AC system. Thinking about having an AC system you know, installed in my house by them. Really curious as to what your experience was. If you wouldn't mind, please call me back and share that. I would appreciate it. And, you know, nine out of ten times, people will respond to a call like that. It's not like you're a telemarketer, Ruth, you know? <laughs> right. Now, I, I, these were all three were references. That's the, that was the <laughs> Well, okay, they were references, but that means that, you know, somebody used them and told you to call them. I would ask for more than the person that just told you to call them. You want average. You know, you want three or four names of people they work with uh, that you can call not just one. Just because they were referred by one person doesn't mean they're great. So three or four names would be great. And, and don't be afraid to pick up the phone and make those calls. Okay. So I should ask the person themselves, could I have references of people you worked for? Is that what you're saying? That's correct. Ask the contractor for references of people that they've worked for. Check and see if they're part of the HomeAdvisor network, because you can go right on to HomeAdvisor.com. And- yes, I have actually got them from HomeAdvisor. Oh, that's terrific. So on HomeAdvisor, you can also learn even more, because there's usually quite a few references. So that's a really good thing to have. Yes, I, I do. Check that out, too. All right, Ruth, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. From small repairs to a major remodel, Home Advisor is the fast and easy way to find the right pro for any kind of home project. 
And just ahead, the Home Depot is a great source for the solution to any water quality issue in your house. And they've hooked us up with one of those systems to give away. We've got the Brita OnTap filter faucet system and faucet mount, plus replacement water filters going out to one caller drawn at random. Make that you. Give us a call right now. It's worth over 67 bucks. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at HomeAdvisor.com. You live in a Money Pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by QuickCrete. QuickCrete fast-setting concrete sets posts without mixing. Now available for a limited time in a bonus bag with 20% more. Look for it in the red bag. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. We would love to help you out with whatever it is you are working on this beautiful Memorial Day weekend. 888-MONEY-PIT is presented by HomeAdvisor. Ready to get that deck you've been dreaming of? HomeAdvisor will instantly match you with the right pro for the job for free. Give us a call right now. The number again is one eight 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 Money Pit. If you do, you might just win this hour's prize. We've got the Brita on tap faucet filter system and faucet mount replacement water filters. It's worth sixty seven bucks. Going out to one caller drawn at random. Great product. Reduces chlorine taste and odor. Takes out lead and asbestos impurities that can also be found in tap water. It's also a space saving system that attaches easily in minutes to any standard faucet without the need for tools. You can find it at the Home Depot or HomeDepot.com, but we've got one to give away to one caller drawn at random. If you'd like that to be you, you need to pick up the phone right now and ask your home improvement question at 888-MONEYPIT. Vincent in Delaware is on the line with a plaster issue. Tell us what's cracking up at your Money Pit. My cousin has has a two-story house. It's all brick. It was built in the 1930s. Uh, Upstairs in the bedroom, there's a crack going from the ceiling to the floor in both outside corners. And there's a crack going from the corner to the center of the room. And in front of the house, the brick is separate, pulling away from the molding on the floor, hmm. about a quarter of an inch. So 
for houses built in the 1930s, um, that that kind of cracking is not all that uncommon. Has it always been this way, or do you think this is a more recent development? I think it's been it's, recent because he just, last time I was talking with him, he showed me the house. He says, look, do you have any idea what's causing these cracks? To me, it looks like the walls are separating from the building. Right. Because especially in the front, between the molding and the outside wall, you get a flashlight, look down there and see the brick. Well, I think if you think it's recent, then you have two options at this point, one of which would be to hire a ASHI certified professional home inspector, and that's a guy who's a member of the American Society of Home Inspectors. That's really important because those are the guys that are really the pros in the business. The second option might be to hire a structural engineer which is going to be more expensive, but it's something you'll need if it turns out to be a serious problem because the structural engineer will actually specify the repair. You can have it corrected, and then you can have the engineer certify that it was done correctly. If you think it's active, that's important information, and I would have it looked at by a professional. I wouldn't mess around with a contractor or anybody like that. I would have it looked at by someone who has nothing to gain from giving you repair advice, only diagnostic advice, an expert diagnostic advice to determine what's going on here, okay? Yes, and what was the abbreviation for that home inspector? Yeah, ASHI, A-S-H-I. It stands for American Society of Home Inspectors. If you go to ashi.org, you can put in your zip code and find a list in your area. Okay, thank you very much. Good luck, Vince. Thanks again for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, across the nation, reports of water quality issues are becoming more and more common. We've got some tips to help you maintain the quality of the water in your home in today's water quality tip presented by the Home Depot. Now, according to the Water Quality Association, a lot of this comes down to cleanliness, maintenance, and a bit of common sense. First, if you have a filter to remove contaminants, you've got to maintain it according to the manufacturer's specifications. Filters that are overdue for cleaning or replacing might no longer remove those contaminants, and they may even become contaminated themselves. Now, the same goes for your water softener. Salt-based systems need to be maintained according to the manufacturer's specs, and the salt levels need to be checked at least once a month. Next, you can have the best water treatment in the world, but if you put clean water into a dirty container, it may no longer be safe to drink. It's super important to clean your water containers regularly. Just mix a few drops of dish detergent into clean water and pour it into the storage container. Agitate that liquid and then scrub the inside with a non-abrasive scrub brush or a clean dish rag. Then rinse that container thoroughly. And that's today's water quality tip presented by The Home Depot, where you'll find the new Brita Mist water filter pitcher. It's ideal for mid-sized households. Everyone in your house will enjoy fresh, great-tasting filter water with every glass. The carbon-spun fiber filtration system reduces chlorine taste and odor, along with toxic metals such as lead and mercury that can be found in most tap water and can prove harmful to your health. It's available for $14.98 at your local Home Depot and homedepot.com. The Home Depot is your source for a comprehensive set of water quality solutions. Charlotte in Arkansas, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? I was calling about my uh, patio concrete slab. It's uh, probably about 10 by 10, and it's got a crack all the way across it. How can I fix that? Is the crack wide, or is it narrow? What's it look like? Maybe an inch wide all the way across. So that's pretty wide. You're going to have to repair that with some material design for those wide cracks. Quick Creek, Q-U-I-K-R-E-T-E, has a number of products that are available to address that. Because it's such a wide crack, what you're going to want to do is press into that crack 
um, a foam rod called a backer rod. And it's like a foam tube that is squishy and you push it into that crack. And so it sits about a quarter or a half inch below the surface. And then when you apply the sealant, it kind of floats over that. And this way you won't be like filling up this deep hole with a lot of expensive caulk or other type of sealing compound. You're only going to fill up the space that's on top of that backer rod and it'll lay nice in there and it won't move and, and it'll basically keep the water from going in there. And that's what you want to do because the more water gets in there, the worse the crack's going to get, especially in the winter when it freezes and expands. So, but it's got grass and, and mud up in there right now. So I um, need to... You're going to want to clean that out. I would just get in there with like a screwdriver and maybe a shop back and try to, you know, clean out that area as best you can. Press that backer rod in and then when it's nice and clean, uh, you can put the sealant over that. Okay. All right. Thank you. Stephen in Texas needs some help with a cabinet project. What can we do for you? Yeah, so my wife has uh, challenges with chemicals like uh, formaldehydes and glues and paints that they put in the kitchen cabinets, the new ones. And I was wondering if you had any idea, like, what a person could use that you could get away from them type of chemicals and cabinets. So you're looking for a cabinet manufacturer that is sort of formaldehyde-free and VOC-free, is that correct? Yeah, that'd be right, yes. Steve, that's an interesting question because when it comes to kitchen cabinets, so many of the products that go into kitchen cabinets have the potential to have VOCs or volatile organic compounds in them because you could start with the boards that are used to build the cabinets. If they're uh, a press board or a composite board of some sort that may have formaldehyde in it, for example, then you have the finishes and on and on and on. I think what you want to do is you want to look for kitchen cabinetry that is built to meet the new CARB-2 standard, that C-A-R-B-2 standard. That stands for the California Air Resources Board, and that's a standard that measures the level of those types of toxins in cabinetry. And so if you search for kitchen cabinets that meet that standard, I think that's a good place to start. Would you have any idea, like maybe some... Um metal cabinets, you know, like that would look nice in a kitchen. Like, would you have any ideas on something like that? Well, you'd still have finishes on metal cabinets that would have some of the same issues. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen metal cabinets in a kitchen in forever. Um, the Gladiator folks at Whirlpool are doing a really good job these days with um, metal cabinetry for laundry rooms and utility areas and uh, spaces like that. But I don't know if that cabinet line is going to extend uh, to the point where you'd have enough flexibility to do it in a kitchen. Well, I can share with you a vendor of a, you know, no formaldehyde added cabinetry. They're actually beautiful handmade wooden cabinets. I'm not sure of their price point, but I am familiar with the fact that they are not adding any chemicals to it. And they are very responsible in how they utilize the wood and the products that they use to make their cabinets. Um, It's a company out of Portland, and their name is Neil Kelly, and it's N-E-I-L-K-E-L-L-Y. And then there was a metal cabinet manufacturer that I was familiar with a while ago. It's Philip Metal, and it's F-I-L-L-I-P. It's sort of this, you know, new revival of some interesting repurposed materials, and, you know, you might want to check them out as well. Okay, well, thank you very much for the information. I appreciate it. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. 
Just ahead, paver patios, walks, or driveways that aren't properly installed can sink, settle, and even let lots of weeds grow through. We're going to have some simple solutions after this. Hi, this is Mary Lou Henner from The Mary Lou Henner Show, and I'm obsessed with these guys. You're listening to The Money Pit. My buddies Tom Kreitler and Leslie Segretti. On The Money Pit Radio Show, pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. Money Pit is presented by Greenworks Tools, the ultimate battery-powered outdoor lawn equipment. No gas, no cords, no maintenance. The hassle-free solution to lawn care. With Greenworks, life gets easier. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now on the Money Pit's listener line at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. Coming up, Roger Cook from This Old House will be stopping by with tips to step up sagging paver patios. And today's This Old House segment on the Money Pit is presented by Proudly Propane, clean American energy. 1-888-MONEY-PIT. Well, building a brick paver patio is a very popular do-it-yourself project, but if you've ever built one only to find that it started to sink or it ends up getting very weedy, you might be wondering if all of that effort was for nothing. Well, not to fear, a paver patio that has started to sink can be saved, and with us to talk about that is a guy who has built more than his fair share of patios, Roger Cook from TV's This Old House. Hi, Roger. Hi, how are you today? And I love this project because it's really fun. It's like putting a puzzle together, but it's not so much the top 
that counts. It's really what's underneath. Is that where most of these paver projects go wrong? Preparation, preparation, preparation. Sometimes 90% of your good work is buried. You don't mm-hmm. see it. Yep. But when a patio settles, that's when you know the proper subbase wasn't put in. So what is the correct process and really how deep do you need to go down to make everything a successful start? Well, we always say the deeper the better, but the soil really tells you how deep you want to go down. Um, when you start digging out for the patio, you want to remove any loamy organic material because that's going to swell with water mm-hmm. and move up and down. So usually we dig out anywhere from eight inches to a foot, depending on the subsoil. We put in a good draining gravel, which is a combination of like sand and three-quarter stone, and we compact that mm-hmm. all the way up to one inch below where the pavers are going to go. Most manufacturers want And that's to, all that mix. All that mix. Compacted. Mm-hmm. I mean, we use a mechanical compactor that we walk around with and it really packs it and down. And that's also called a tamper? A tamper. Okay. okay. Some people will use a hand one and it's a lot of work to get that compaction done properly. Okay. So that's up to about an inch before right. the paver. And most manufacturers like to see one inch of sand underneath their pavers. Just for sort of like a smooth, uniform sort of pressing into surface? Right. It's a great surface. We can level off and all the pavers will go in level. Okay. Now, speaking of leveling off, is it important that a paver patio have any kind of pitch to it or can it just be flat and drain? We don't want anything flat. The minimum pitch is an eighth of an inch per foot. And that'll carry the water off. Some bigger patios, we would go a quarter of an inch. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to go much more than that because if you sit on them or put a drink on them, someone will say, hey, my, dr- <laughs> my drink is crooked. And it's I know that's just a patio. So. <laughs> now, we, we, let's talk about how to fix one that's already constructed. If we start from scratch, we know we need a proper base. But what if we're staring at our patio outside our uh, kitchen window right now and we notice that it's really sunken out? Do we have to take it all out and start over again? Or can we just sort of try to rebuild the area that's damaged? I would just rebuild the areas that's damaged. Sometimes I'll pop all the the brick out and we'll be able to just do that one little area. You'll dig down and find there might have been a stump there Mm -hmm. or even a rock that has moved around, something that would cause a physical problem. You dig that out, repack again, and work your way up and set everything back in place. But if it's a patio that has a lot of cuts or the area you're doing has cuts, you should label them. Not only label them, but take a picture with the numbers on them so that when you go back to Mm -hmm. assemble them, you know where each piece Oh, great, goes. great tip. So basically, you're going to number the bricks with like a lumber crayon or something like exactly. that. Exactly. And take a picture of it in place. And then when you go to put them back together, you won't mix everything up and have a lot of work ahead of you or end up with the wrong brick in the wrong place. No, I noticed in the process when you said it was the, you know, gravel mix and then the sand, There, there's no weed blocker or anything installed in there. So what do you do about, you know, weed growth that may occur? That's one of the biggest complaints we get about patios. There's two options. Either treat it with an herbicide as it shows up. Or there's a new product called polymeric sand that mm-hmm. you sweep into the patio that not only locks the patio together, but it makes a barrier which will keep those weed seeds from getting in there and germinating. Because it's really the weeds that seeds that fall on the patio. They're not and coming, not coming from below. No, they're Under. not coming from below. And they find that little sweet spot with everything they need, a little right. organic material, yep. some moisture, and then they pop up from there. And that's it. The polymeric sand could be repeated from time to time? Yeah, but you gotta, if you're going to do it, you have to scrape out the joints and redo it. Usually one application works really well. Great point. Great point. Now, Roger, paver patios, uh, we should just talk a bit about the difference between a paver brick and a regular brick, because paver patios really are designed to be stacked side by side, but uh, a traditional brick is not. Well, it depends. It, it, It depends. There's a lot of different types of brick. 
The pave of brick are exactly the same. We call them modular. Everyone has the same width and the same length as its partner. Mm -hmm. So that allows you to do different patterns like a herringbone or a basket weave. The other type of brick is called a clay brick. It's fired in an oven, and it shrinks down, and that's what makes it hard and repel water. Now, certain ones will come out of the kiln. If they're closer to the fire, they'll shrink more Mm -hmm. than the outside ones. So when you go to do a patent with those, they're very hard to mix together and have the patent come out without not having big, big joints. There are some types of brick, though, that will come out of just right, and you can use those. You have to know whether your brick is modular. If it's modular, then it's great for a patent. Now, what about slate patios? I mean, those are gorgeous, but how do you control the weeds and the, and the spacing on something that's so, un, so natural as a slate tile? Like a freeform. Yeah. Some of this polymeric sand is made so that it'll fill the joints like that. They have some for like half-inch joints, some for two-inch joints. It'll, it'll work. The, the other thing you can do is just keeping the joints filled with the stone dust will help pack in and keep the weeds from getting in there. Otherwise, again, you have to go to some sort of herbicide treatment, whether mm-hmm. it's a chemical one or an organic one, like a vinegar mix. And is there ever an instance where you should actually grout your patio? Or are you just dealing with so much freezing and thawing that you're going to get heave and it's just going to always crumble? That, you know, the joint is the weak point of mm-hmm. any cement patio. That's why I love the pavers. We can lift them up and we can do anything with them. On a flagstone patio that's on cement, that joint keeps popping because everything moves. So you see a patio where you go in and part of the joints look great because they've been redone and the other part's not so good. It becomes a year after year Mm -hmm. after year thing. I really don't like setting things on cement, in New England especially. Roger Cook from TV's This Old House, thanks so much for dropping by the Money Pit once again. And by the way, there's a really great video on how to repair a brick patio on thisoldhouse.com. You'll see Roger do this project step by step. It's a little bit of work to do it, but it's a lot better than jackhammering out a concrete patio. (laughs) (laughs) And remember, you can always get more great advice when you watch Roger and the entire This Old House team on This Old House and Ask This Old House on your local PBS station. And This Old House is brought to you on PBS by Lumber Liquidators. Hardwood floors for less. Just ahead, do you like to grill? Well, who doesn't? And that's why you need to pick up the phone right now. And I mean right now and call in your home improvement question to 888-MONEY-PIT because we've got a fantastic new Next Grill Evolution 5-Burner Grill with infrared from the Home Depot going out to one caller drawn at random. If you want that to be you, think about the home improvement question that you need answered and call us at 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. You live in a Money Pit. Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by Pavestone. Building a fire pit, patio, planter, walkway, or even a grill surround is quick and easy with Rumblestone from Pavestone. Look for Rumblestone at the Home Depot and visit pavestone.com for project ideas and how-to instructions. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we'd love to talk with you right now about the project you're working on this Memorial Day weekend or a project you're planning for the weeks ahead. Just call us right now at 888-MONEY-PIT. You'll get the answer to your home improvement question. Plus this hour, Leslie, we have got a fantastic product to give away to one caller drawn at random that picks up the phone. 
Yeah, this has to be like the perfect summer giveaway prize. We've got up for grabs to one lucky listener, the Next Grill Evolution 5-Burner Propane Gas Grill in stainless steel with a side burner and infrared technology. It's got stainless steel main burners, grates, and a side burner, so you can cook the meal and the sides and all the dishes right outside. The Infrared Plus technology offers multiple cooking methods. It's got an eight-year burner warranty. This is a fantastic grill. You can check it out right now at HomeDepot.com. It is a price worth 379 bucks. Going out to one lucky caller. If you want it to be you, there's only one way to get in on it. you got to pick up the phone and call us with your home improvement or your decor question at 888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Well, with more and more of today's homeowners staying longer, remodeling is on the rise. And if you'd like to take on one project that's going to deliver a big uptick in your curb appeal and a solid return on investment, replacing your siding is a great project to consider. Yep, but as projects go, replacing all your siding is a significant investment. We've got some tips to do this for a lot less dough in today's exterior home improvement tip presented by Tando. If your current siding is drab, but not necessarily falling apart or letting leaks get through, you can also consider replacing just the front siding. Doing this with some of the latest composite materials that represent natural siding or stone can make a really big impact at a very reasonable cost. Now, traditionally, homes are covered with one type of siding material, or at most, it might have a brick or stone front with the same siding everywhere else. Today, however, a new trend is developing called mixed materials, where you might feature multiple types of siding on the same side of your home. Yeah, it's sort of a mix and match approach. You might have a stone entryway mixed with shakes or shingles, or even multiple kinds of masonry, like a stone foundation and a brick house. You can highlight other architectural features, too, like maybe a bump-out section of the exterior walls, or the gable walls right under the roof line. And with the reduced cost of composite siding products that look surprisingly real and are easy to take care of, this look is really achievable at even a modest budget. And that's today's exterior home improvement tip presented by Tando Exterior Cladding. With Tando, you can replace wood and stone with beauty, longevity, low maintenance, and moisture resistance. Tando Shake Signature Stain features six stain colors with a true semi-transparent wood stain for rich color. And Tando Stone has the rich look of stone without the weight, messy mortar, or maintenance. Ask your contractor to use Tando to accent any other type of siding for a visually interesting mixed materials look. Barb in Illinois is on the line with a tankless water heater question. How can we help you? We'll go along with a shower or some or dishes for a while, and then all of a sudden the hot water will quit. Right. It gets freezing cold. Well, it gets ambient cold anyway, okay. which in Illinois is fairly cold. Yeah, I but bet. But if you turn it off completely mm-hmm. and then turn it back on, and it only takes, you know, maybe 15, 30 seconds, it will come back fairly warm. Yeah. But the only way to keep it going if it starts going down is to keep turning it up higher and yeah. higher. Yeah. So what you need is called a pressure balanced valve. Now, the way that works is it it controls the mix of hot and cold, regardless of what the pressure is in the line. So if you have a lot of water pressure, it's going to control the the mix between hot and cold. But if just maybe the cold pressure starts to drop, 
well, we will equally drop the mix of the hot water side so that you never change the temperature. You may have more or less flow coming out of the shower head, but the temperature won't change and you will never have that shower shock experience that you're describing. So ask your plumber for a pressure balanced valve. Once you have that installed, you will no longer have to fool around with those faucets. It'll work properly. One for the kitchen sink, one for the shower, so on and so forth. Those do not exist for the kitchen. So I think in the kitchen you're going to be kind of on your own, but at least it's just a kitchen faucet. Uh, but it, it's the same kind of thing? But it's the same kind of thing, yeah, except they're designed for, like, showers mostly and bathtubs. So in the shower and the bathtub, that's where you're going to put the pressure balance valve, okay? It's also an intermittent problem. Is that yeah, but it's going to solve it when, whenever it happens, it will solve it. It's a permanent fix. Okay? Thank you. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, now that warm weather has arrived, the bugs are out in full force, including those that like to take a bite out of your house. We've got tips on how to spot termites before they do damage after this. 888 Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And 888 Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Ready to get that deck you've always been dreaming of? Home Advisor will instantly match you with the right pro for your job for free. Well, Leslie, now that it's warming up, uh, it is bug season. It is termite season. And last weekend, I was out at uh, uh, my sister's house, and we were replacing a door in the back of her house. And, and we're kind of in the middle of this project, and my son's with me, and he turns around and he goes, Dad, look at all those flies. Where are those flies coming from? And sure enough, I look around, and there's a swarm of fluttering uh. insects flying about. So we track it down, and about 20 feet from the house, there is a railroad tie that's like edging a patio, and coming out of that wood tie is the first termite swarm of the season. Thousands of termites flying off to find new colonies around her neighborhood. It's a really freaky thing to watch, and you usually don't see it very often because it happens really fast. And literally 15, 20 minutes later, they were gone. Not a single one was left. And so, of course, everyone was upset about this and said, what do we do? And very surprised at my answer, which was not a thing, because these termites are out, you know, away from the house. They're not infesting the house. This type of termite, by the way, that flies off is not the same kind that's going to chew on your house. So this is kind of just like seeing any type of other insect nest outside. You just kind of leave it alone and live with it. I would say that it's a good idea in our area, you want to do this once a year anyway, is to have your house inspected to make sure you don't have a termite problem in the house where they're actually kind of coming to the house and feeding on the framing. But the fact that we found it in the soil was not reason enough to treat the house. It was just one of those things that happened, a little bit of science in our, in our afternoon weekend project, and it was pretty cool to watch, actually. How lucky for you. <laughs> well, if you're witnessing some weird nature going on around your money pit, or maybe you're working on something, post your question online in the community section, and I've got one here from Zach in Atlanta, who writes... I have several small chips on the edge of my granite kitchen counter. Is it okay to buy a DIY kit to fix this, or should I go ahead and hire a pro? 
You know, um, I think it's tempting to buy one of those over-the-counter chip repair kits for granite chips, but those kits can't always compare to the work of a real granite professional. There's a lot of difference in the way they approach it. I mean, the DIY kits use a thick sort of paint-like material that, like, fills in the chip, but the granite pros actually use real granite, and they kind of build it up and sort of press it back into the damaged area and kind of reassemble that piece that was missing. You know, they I've seen these guys grind up granite that's identical to the granite in your counter or as close to it as they can, and then they just mix it with epoxy and fill in the chip and very carefully sort of sand and buff it out so that when you're done, you cannot tell that there was ever a chip in that space. So, of course, it's going to be more expensive. Um, therefore, the decision is up to you. But if you really want to be professional and completely disappear, go with the pro. Yeah, and it's going to last longer and it's going to stay in there longer. And truly, anything that you're going to do yourself might just have to be redone sooner than later. So it's better to get a pro. You can have them come in and buff and polish any other areas. You know, it kind of works better if you've got some things for them to work on all at the same time. So you're kind of saving on whatever fees there might be. I mean, really, a granite countertop is something to preserve and keep beautifully in your home to keep up its value. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Hey, thank you so much for spending this portion of your Memorial Day weekend with us. We are so pleased to have you here and to take all of your questions and comments about the home improvement and decor projects that you're working on around your Money Pit. If you'd like to participate 24-7, you can log on to MoneyPit.com and post your question in the community section where we jump in and answer questions all the time or post them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash themoneypit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.